Welcome to Table Takes. I'm the feminine penis. Oh shit, I forgot about this. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm a therapist. <laughs> yeah, but only to himself. I, uh, yeah, I'm self-medicating myself. <laughs> uh, and this is Table this Takes, table like takes. I already said. Yep. Um, my name is Ram Reyes. I'm Tommy Tribble. And this is, yeah, this is yeah, the, yep, that yep. show. We're just going to keep saying it. This is Table Takes. <laughs> until you remember. Yeah. I'm the editor-in-chief of the Rampage. I'm a podcast producer. <laughs> yeah, he's a podcast producer. All I do now um, is podcast. I'm also an actress, and I weigh tables at Denny's. <laughs> Damn. It's the gig economy. <laughs> <laughs> On the okay. side, I'm an actor. This week, we actually have segments. I, I don't know. Yeah, this time. I don't know if the segments will have sounds associated with them or anything, but yeah. There, there'll be the, sounds. Yeah, there's going to be sounds. I think there's going to be sounds. We're going to play the sound right now. Right now. <laughs> Uh, for segment one, the takes of the week. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the sound. Yeah, the takes of the week. Yeah. Um, yes. Takes, so takes. in this segment, we're just gonna we're gonna do what we've been doing the last like four episodes, but just in one little segment at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna talk about um some of the things that have come up over the past week. Now, a lot has happened this past week, maybe more than um Ever. normal. It's like a lot has gone on. Um, I did want to talk about um. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who uh, won her primary in the 14th district of um, New York, uh, where yeah. she defeated Joe Crowley. Turn up our phones. Who is calling me? I don't know. Um, who won a historic victory in the Democratic primary against um, Joe Crowley, who was who people thought was going to succeed Nancy Pelosi in the House of Representatives, like he was going to be the new speaker. So now he's just out. He's gone, uh, and uh, she's in there now, and she's like a socialist, like yeah, she's straight up socialist. She's a straight like she like a right to work, it's Medicare happening. for all. It's happening, girl. It's happening. It's happening. This is the moment. Um, <laughs> but there's been some pushback because uh, when this happened, like on Twitter, you saw, you saw immediately everyone was either like Camp A or Camp B. Yeah. And Camp A was. I think illustrated by Senator Tammy Duckworth. Um, I forget what state she's the senator of. Uh, one of the Is senators she of. In, uh, I feel like it's Nevada. like Carolina. Really? I thought it was like somewhere near California. <laughs> maybe, maybe Arizona. No. Yeah, just just to read the number. Anyway, I'm gonna. So she was on um, CNN, I think, and she said, "I think you can't win the White House without the Midwest, and I don't think that you can go too far." to the left and still win the Midwest. Coming from a Midwestern state, okay, well, it's a Midwestern state. Um, I think you need to be able oh. to talk to the industrial Midwest. You need to listen to the people there in order to win an election nationwide. Basically, like, Ocasio might be, Ocasio might be a bad thing because if socialism takes us too far to the left, then actual Democrats won't be able to win their primaries, and then they won't be able to win the general because people will be pushed away by um, ultra-leftists. And then the other take was... Um, Socialism will win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're taking over finally. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, those are your those are your two takes. Basically, you have a uh, camp A who's like she's the she's the um, savior, not the not the foreteller, the um, the harbinger, the harbinger of, of uh, socialism's eventual victory or the death of the left because we've gone too far left. One of those two things. We're not left enough. Yeah, right. So. What, if you were gonna pick one of those takes or offer a third take, what would you? Oh, third take. Yeah. Hmm. What? What? What is your take on her win? Does it have national implications? What's the tea? I think 
it's a good thing. I think this is just the direction that we're going towards. Mm-hmm. Like, because, dude, I was all in for Bernie. And she worked for Bernie's campaign. Did she I, really? Yeah. If I read correctly that she mm-hmm. worked for him. I still get Bernie's emails, but I don't read oh, yeah. it because I'm like. Too sad. It's like an ex texting you. Oh, it's God. Like, can you like go away, please? Oh, man. <laughs> um, but I think it's a good thing. She's definitely from the Bernie wing of the party. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely more leftist. Definitely more things I personally would agree with. Uh, you know, because I, I yeah, don't get me wrong. I definitely voted for Hillary Clinton, but like oh, if Bernie had made it, I would have voted for him. But yeah, policy wise, I was more my needle pointed more towards Bernie Sanders. Um, although I don't think I, I didn't make it to the primary that day because my car was broken down. But it didn't matter because he basically lost by the, by the time we made it to the California yeah, primary. That so um, R.I.P. Bernie. <laughs> but I liked all the tweets. Oh, you know what? There's something about. How do I say her name? Ocasio Cortez. I I believe it's Ocasio Cortez or Ocasio Cortez. Oh, Ocasio. There's a typo on this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> very, oh, there is. There oh, is. Whoops. It's supposed to be a C. Whoops. Yeah, but I liked her uh, the the posters that, that she has. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, the graphic design of this is okay. Appealing to me. And I'm like, I haven't seen those. It's pretty good, and I'm like, it's very reminiscent of constructivism mm-hmm. like so she is Can the communists are coming for the for the uninitiated listeners oh yeah, it's like just like if you just think of like common communists like the posters like hard edges oh i see in the colors and the silhouettes and the yeah but like it's that. like blue and mm-hmm. dope and she's like standing okay it's pretty good i'm into that but we're what yeah, i did see that. was her uh political ad uh it was like a her oh. her basically her profile advertisement where she yeah. just like talks about herself and it's like two minutes long i yeah. thought that was incredible like yeah. i thought i didn't was, see it but i i listen, believe you i will send it to you it's really good <laughs> i've um, seen it like play but i'm like yeah, i don't want to watch it's, it it's basically like she's like this is where i'm from this is what i do this is what i can believe for you she talks about like specific policy things instead of like broad general because you know i feel like democrats you fall into a, a hole sometimes where we're just like stronger together and yeah we'll protect our immigrants but how girl how yeah. so that's you know that's the that's the real question um for me i don't i don't know that her win necessarily means that like you know this socialists are taking over just because like start. she's in a really liberal district already yeah. so but i think it shows that socialism can resonate with people yeah and sure. you should try yeah like you should try everyone should try i mean the nazis are trying they have no problem trying <laughs> exactly they are very trying right now yeah so we need to try harder on the yeah left. yes absolutely try harder yeah. on the left yeah try a little um, harder I also have a side take, and this was just a tweet that people were dunking on. It was from AL.com. It says, should we elect more millennials God, to Congress? I hate it. <laughs> I was like, dude, journalism is just showing its stupidity in this, in most, in the day and age. But You know, we're not stupid. We're just, we're just, just we're get... just chasing those clicks and it's really yeah, desperate it's like, and sad. Sh- yes, sh- yes. <laughs> We should elect millennials. They're of the age that they I mean, will bitch, be. we don't have a choice. Like yeah, you guys are dying. To. The 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 like um the median age for millennials right now is like thirty. Like yeah. you and I are on the like way tail end of millennial. Like, yeah, basically we're, the last ones. Yeah. So, Ooh, that's so, a good that's a good podcast. The last, uh, the last, the last millennial. millennial. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I, are someone gonna raise two hundred million dollars to remake our podcast? The I, last I I want my goal now. I just realized in my life. 
is I want to be the last millennial. <laughs> the last one. I want everyone else to die. Like, we're all on the moon. He's in a hospital. <laughs> He's tied up to tubes. They're going to make a movie um, about me. Like, SpongeBob you- is playing on the little <laughs> screen. <laughs> but SpongeBob is probably still running. And there's like 20- a little baby like, this was before there was VR TV. You know? Like, you know. Yeah, I'm trying to be the last millennial. Yeah, well. That's my goal. At this rate. Everyone else better die before I do. So Yeah, I, it might not take as long as you think. Yeah, so <laughs> at the rate things are going. Oh, well, there was another one that was stupid. Oh God, let me. I forget what it was. But there was just a bunch of dumb There's headlines. So many dumb headlines. I was like, are you are you are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, also, like if you look at like Cong- like Congress's age, like they're all 60, 70 years old. Like, why are people and not to, and you know this? I guess you could read this as kind of ages. But why are people? who don't have to live with the consequences of their yeah, policy exactly. action shaping policy. Now, granted, obviously there's a lot of older people in this country and they have a voice, obviously. I mean, they yeah. vote. And if you're going to be a politician, that normally means you've accrued a lifetime of experiences that have prepared you to lead. Yeah. So older people are more inclined. See, the but- only thing I'm like, I disagree with the, with Congress right now, mm-hmm. Senate senators don't have like term limits at all. There should yeah. be term limits. There used to be right. And then there was an amendment that took that away. I don't think so. Hmm. I think, no. Uh, oh wait, you know House what? of Reps got. Yeah, that. they. Yeah. The Senate never it. had it because they wanted the Senate to be, to be like, like the educated and normal and stagnant. Yeah, the founding fathers did not. They did not. They did not. I I think it's to me the most inspiring thing about Alexandria Cortez is that she's twenty eight. <laughs> like wait, she's twenty eight. She's twenty eight years old. Yeah, she's um, like. How old am I? 24? Her last wow. job was working in a bar as a bartender. Oh, yeah. I saw that picture. Yeah. It was like, this was her fucking... Yeah. And then, the okay. And then I want to talk one less dumb thing, one last dumb thing about her. Some, like, really trash journalist, like, retweeted a, or tweeted a picture of her childhood home, which was, like, a house. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, and she went to Brown. So that's a far cry from her her uh, her narrative about being a working class girl. You know, she lived in this nice house. The house is, like smaller than the house I lived in in high school first of all but whatever and then also she didn't go to brown she t- she she clacked she clapped back at him she replied to the tweet she was like I didn't go to brown I went to BU also the fact that you're trying to and my mom had to scrub toilets so we could live in this neighborhood and the fact that you're trying to erase my story uh my family my life and the things I stand for just shows how afraid you are of all four of those things Get and wrecked. I'm like yo Rex I was like yo Fatality. You see, journalists, journalism, or journalists are not helping their case. We can, we can help, but listen. I mean, yeah, well, if, most if of you're, them are. If you're going to come for someone who is an elected official, especially nowadays, have your facts straight. It is so yeah. important. Like, please, and I'm not just saying that because she's a democratic socialist. If 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 you give opportunity that uh, Donald Trump the opportunity, and you tweet at him, and you say something that even can even be misconstrued as incorrect. Yeah. All of the MAGA hats will clap back at you, all of them, and they'll call us fake news. Like we have to hold ourselves to an impossibly high standard yeah. and meet and exceed it every time. Yeah, or just admit when you're wrong, yeah, or yeah, or admit when you're no, yeah. don't double down like your boy did when he got clapped back. On yeah. Twitter. Speaking uh, of doubling down, no, <laughs> actually, speaking of someone who apologized, but um, Ron Paul tweeted this extremely racist political cartoon. Um, <laughs> Wait, today. or he whoa, tweeted whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, is, yeah, I need you to look at the when faces. When was this like today? Yeah, there's like a, there's a Jewish person. That's an Asian person. There's a black person. Is that a, Na- a Native American? I, I'm not sure. I is this supposed? To oh, be that a, is that is, <laughs> yeah. And if you'll notice, um, there. Okay, so basically, he uh, Ron Paul tweeted this tweet. 
Are you stunned by what has become of American culture? Well, it's not an accident. You've probably heard of cultural Marxism, but do you know what it means? More here and a link to a Facebook. And then there's <laughs> a, a weird Twitter to Facebook. <laughs> and then there's a photo underneath of a racist character of a Jewish person, an Asian person, a Native American person, and a black person. And yeah, all of them like are 60s. fused together. Yeah, into, it's like 60s era. Yes, and all of them are fused together into this giant red fist with a hammer and sickle on it, and they're punching out Uncle Sam. This looks like a positive image to me. Oh, so positive. <laughs> Except for the pictures um, of... He later deleted like. it and then reposted it with um, a picture of just like a, you know, that red circle with the line through it. And it, oh. and it just says political correctness and that. Wow. But the same like text. Yeah. And then he apologized later because people called him out and he said, earlier today, a staff member inadvertently posted an offensive cartoon on my social media. I do not make my own social media posts. And when I discovered the mistake, it was immediately deleted. And that's from Ron Paul himself, oh, allegedly. Paul. Uh, so, but here's the gag with Ron Paul. I guess in the eighties, he had newsletters where he referred to black people as criminals and called Martin Luther King day, hate whitey day. So, yikes! If it walks like a racist and it quacks like a racist, I mean, girl, it might be a racist. But what do you think of this? What do you think of this? Was this appropriate? Definitely not. But <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's just shocking to me that people are can just do this out in the open right now. Like this isn't like a guy from Reddit. This is this is a Ron former Paul. like. I believe a former senator, Ron Paul, or is he still in the Senate? I don't know. I, think he's, I don't know what Ron Paul's doing nowadays. I, I know he, either. I know his son Rand Paul is still up and kicking around know, in Paul. the Senate, but Ron Paul, this is a this is a supposedly a serious person. This is every libertarian's favorite guy, <laughs> and he's posting 4chan level racist I memes. Think the staffer was 4chan, a 4chan. <laughs> Maybe. And and by the way, and by the way, what they're talking about cultural Marxism. That's a that's a very old Nazi conspiracy theory held by white white supremacists where basically like leftists have infiltrated the universities and are slowly reshaping America. Like that's what cultural Marxism is. It's like secret Marxists are slowly holding the puppet <laughs> strings. And that has a lot to do with like Jews owning the media and all this other crap. And it's yeah. just, it's just, it's just offensive to me <laughs> that this, this can be openly tweeted and then, and sure, there was a clap back, and sure he deleted it. But the fact that it even exists, like the fact that the gall exists, and I don't even believe that he didn't personally post this. Like I, f and then if he didn't personally post it, why did one of his staffers have this image so readily available? Did he have to Google it? Was it already on his hard drive? What happened? I think the staffer just. I don't mean. To I think the staffer the is. <laughs> I think the staffer is the racist. But I mean, not Did that. I mean, not that Ron Paul. All we have to go off of be. is what Ron Paul said, and he said it was a staffer. But he's is he a person of, we trust? I, I don't know. I don't think he's. He's a libertarian, so they're a little kooky. But <laughs> <laughs> they're apparently they're like a chaotic, oh chaotic neutral of the I, Republican and it Party. Really, I really don't get how like Nazism and libertarianism have so gotten into bed so easily together. When libertarians are supposed to be for small government, and I just don't yeah. understand how a fascist government can be small, but. I, I guess here we are. No, Ron Paul is very anti-Trump most of the time. He's apparently anti-Jews too. Hey, so <laughs> here we are. He's anti anything that has a here system. We are. You know what it is? Now that Trump has won using dog whistles for neo-Nazis, every Republican politician off the bus thinks, oh, I can do this too. And I can yeah, use it to help that. me. And this is this isn't even a dog whistle. This is just this is straight out this is straight out of Compton for Nazis. <laughs> this is just this is just yeah. This that's is outrageous. Very, uh, like <laughs> everyone, this looks like. Look at the nose. I know. 
I these are all like caricatures. Please, of, of listeners, old. please look at the search this. Okay, please Google it. Like it is really like I'm I'm this incensed because it is very crazy. Like <laughs> seeing this, it's very crazy. Well, you know, Ron Paul has some kooky stuff because he has posted like screenshots from a video game for his what articles. Game? Uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Why? For uh, I forgot what it was, but it was like, why did you post this? I follow him on Facebook because I, I used to be a Ron Paul kind of guy. Stan. Yeah. Even be, that was like when I was like sixteen. So that's. I mean, that's fine. I just, when I was like, <laughs> I just haven't. When I was it. sixteen, I thought libertarians might be cool because it kind of sounded like liberty. But then I found out what they were, and I was like, oh, that's dumb. They they, they take it too far where it's like fuck the central government. But I'm like, I'm all for not giving a shit about what people do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just feel like there's like a ton of ideologies you could have that also have that feature and also believe in roads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the thing that I don't like. I'm like, I don't want to pay for or I don't want to not build roads. Yeah. I don't want to build my own roads. Fuck off. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing I wanted to touch on was um the fact that over the weekend there was um there was a Huge Rally, demonstrations protests, all protests. over the country about keeping families together. And um, a couple episodes ago, it might have been last episode, I said regarding the whole kids in cages thing, that mm -hmm. if we weren't in the streets, we didn't actually care. Yeah. And, you know, I am excited to discover that people do actually care because people are out in the streets. I was not out in the street. I was at work. But... Um, for the dollar, yeah, working you know, for that dollar. Unfortunately, but I wish I could have made it to one of these. Was there demonstrations? One I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think there might. I I feel like there would but. be. This isn't a small place, but um, uh, Jess Morales, who works for the D National Domestic Workers Alliance, said, "I have literally never seen Americans show up for immigrants like this." Mm. Um, my friend Cole was actually in Minneapolis, and he participated in one of the demonstrations. I believe. Um, and I just think it's really, and I, you know, I like to, end, I want to end the segment on an uplifting note, yeah. you know, cause we are up against people who retweet or tweet racist <laughs> memes. Uh, not to mention several GOP primaries have ended with an actual neo-Nazi winning the spot. Like, Oh, in the, in the Donald Trump winning the Republican. <laughs> no, but like they like actual white supremacists are going to be going up in some of these races. Uh, like they're going to be competing in the general. So, it's it's nice to see that the numbers are on our side. We just have to transform that into action run. at the ballot yeah. box, but also direct action on uh, protests like this are immensely important because yeah. politicians are really easy to scare. All you have to do is get some people together. Except Maxine Waters, you can't scare Maxine Waters. Did you see how she said, "If you're going to shoot at me, shoot straight"? Oh wait, when did she say people, that? People, people have been sending her death threats, and she said, "If you're gonna shoot at me, shoot straight, because there's nothing worse than a wounded animal." Is that the one that uh Trump? She's the one that's always saying impeach Trump, impeach forty five and stuff. No, like Trump that. was the one that said she had low IQ. Oh yes. Oh okay. Her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. So, <laughs> honestly, on, she has balls of steel. Like you can't you can't intimidate her. Like, yeah, she's yeah. got big dick energy. Huge dick energy. Yeah, Huge I saw a tweet energy. like that today. Yeah, she has big. I, you know, you you mentioned the big dick energy to me thing last episode. And I was like, I've never heard of that. And then immediately after we stopped recording, I was on Twitter and I saw it like eight million times. Yeah, that's like, the, that's the day it was, was born like, and died. Yeah, meme. 
and now it's just you know and i'm over big dick energy i mean you know i i think big dick energy is important but you know i think we should also have respect for the little dicks in our lives because they're out there i got i got small meat energy oh girl <laughs> don't put yourself on blast like small, that no, with that being said small meat. well I, I can't talk because i was the feminine penis <laughs> yeah so, oh damn I why is been... no one talking about the feminine penis they need to it's important <laughs> the pe- <laughs> <laughs> all right we're to segment um Three. two yeah Wait, but it's, even, it's it would be segment two we don't have those so normally segment two would be your takes like the listeners takes but we don't have listeners who respond to us yet so yeah but if you're listening to this and you have a hot take that you want us to talk about on next episode please use the hashtag table takes on twitter i checked no one uses the oh, hashtag so i haven't even checked just it. yeah just use that hashtag on or twitter just, and we, we will have an email we'll find you <laughs> Or you can email us at media at the rampageonline.com. Yeah. Um, just put a table take. Yeah, just put table takes in the header and then, and we'll, then we'll, we'll, we'll respond. It. That's media. I don't have access to that email. So. Media at the rampageonline.com. So our actual second segment of the day is going to be our normal third segment, which is going to be the Trump takes. God damn it, Trump. And it, we'll have a sound. It's going to be Trump takes. Yeah, we're going to have a sound right here. Uh, Definitely. That might just be a generic sound right now. A ding, a ding <laughs> of a bell. The Trump takes. Right. So. Um, I wanted to talk about this news item here because it's really important to Trump. Uh, Justice Kennedy, uh, who, oh my God. Uh, Supreme Court Justice Kennedy, who was the swing vote on several landmark gay rights decisions as well as Roe v. Wade, the decision that made abortion legal nationwide in the United States. Um, he was the swing vote on those. He is retiring, which means that Trump gets to pick his replacement, someone who almost will certainly be very far to the right, someone who will... Trump has signaled will probably overturn Roe v. Wade if the opportunity presents itself. Um, and any number of bad decisions. This will fundamentally shift the court. Like before with Neil Gorsuch, it was just status quo because Scalia had died and he was really conservative. Yeah. So it was just replacing a really conservative with another really conservative. This is replacing a sort of like conflicted centrist with a um with a ultra conservative. Uh, likely. Um, and the hot take here is from CNN legal analyst Jeffrey Tubin. Anthony Tubin. Kennedy is retiring. Abortion will be illegal in 20 states in 18 months. Hashtag SCOTUS. And I did want to point out to the listeners that a lot of states in the country, I think about 33 of them actually, um, I learned about this from Alyssa Mastronomico on a podcast called... Um, called oh gosh i can't remember the t- hysteria a podcast called hysteria she she said that a lot of states have something called a trigger law which is basically if roe v wade is overturned abortion automatically becomes illegal in those states wait what they have those already? yes it's a it's a trigger law <laughs> like yes <it> is- <laughs> mm-hmm. you can pass a law that activates when a certain thing happens what yes mm-hmm. so if roe v wade is overturned and it is possible for abortion to be legal it will become illegal in those states with those trigger laws That's she said there were 33 i've also seen 20 but those are still two very large numbers. That's almost like that's either almost half or over half of all the states in the United States. That's so I didn't know those existed. <laughs> yeah, so shit is getting very gaggy in in why um, did he on the did, did they did, do we know why he retired? Well, he's in his eighties. Yeah, but like Ruth Right. She's Bader also in her eighties. Ginsburg 80s. is like one hundred. Well, um, <laughs> there's two theories. Um actually I don't know. The only theory I've heard is that he's a punk bitch. No, come on, Kennedy. But he got paid it, off. It could be it could be just be that he's tired and wants to be with his family. That's a shitty reason. It could be that he has health problems. No, I think and Kennedy, he just and you. he wants to like retreat into the background and die in peace or something. I remember that 
when this happened, somebody actually on Twitter was like, there is no one's retiring. And then I saw that retweeted. And then minutes later, Anthony Kennedy is retiring. I'm like, mm-hmm. these journalists need to like slow the fuck down. <laughs> was, was it even a journalist though? Or was it like a random? Was it? I don't know. Joe I just saw on Twitter. See, this is the problem. Yeah, Sh- I am. Journalists like you, Ram, need to check your sources. <laughs> well, I wasn't writing a story, uh-huh. so they okay, need to check Okay, well, there's, no, there's always a time to hold yeah, the standard. Um, so this is like really dark, and whenever I think about it, I get a little bit depressed because Anthony Kennedy was also, like I mentioned, he was the swing vote on the gay marriage decision. He was the swing vote on sodomy laws um, becoming unconstitutional. Um, for those of you who don't know, those were laws that basically made homosexual sex illegal in the United States. Wait, that was, was the case until like the 90s, like the late 90s. Oh, he was a swing vote to... To make um uncon- make those laws unconstitutional. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, based on... Uh, Why was I, there laws of that? Because, <laughs> so because Ram, people hate homosexuals and they yeah, wanted to no, criminalize them and be able but... to burst into their homes and arrest them Yeah, if they could. Um, I'll insert whatever I want in my book. And yeah. Anthony Kennedy also wrote the majority opinions on a lot of those cases and wrote beautiful words about human rights only for only to retire at the last minute and put everything he's accomplished in his career in jeopardy and also endanger millions of lives. <laughs> I, that's such a hard decision. I, I don't even like... Mm. So. Yeah, why did he... I, that's why what I he, wondered. It's like this is the critical time where you can't quit. And you chose now to quit. You could have quit three years ago during when, uh, during Obama's presidency. I don't know yeah. that you would have been replaced because we saw... Mitch McConnell held that one seat open. Okay, yeah. What? What? But didn't like Congress, like the Republicans last time, they didn't let. Uh, they Obama. did not. No. So we, um, which they rewrote them. the. They they basically said, they made up a rule where oh, and not like a real rule, but like a oh, you know, we shouldn't fill the seat, uh, when it's so close to an election because they might pick a different kind of president, mm. and they did. Um, but here's the thing, um, that was. 200 and over 250 days before the 2016 election that Scalia died. We're only a hundred something days out from the midterms. So by that logic, they should not fill this open seat now until after the midterms, but they will fill it because they don't care. It's a fake rule. It's not a real rule. Mitch McConnell just cares about power. If you think about it, laws are just made up rules. (laughs) <laughs> but this is an especially made up rule. This is a strange yeah. norm that they made up whole cloth. It has yeah. never been a thing. Yeah. It's been tradition that no matter whose party's in power, when a Supreme Court seat opens, you hold hearings, and then if the candidate is acceptable, you they become the next Supreme Court justice. But Mitch McConnell infamously denied Merrick Garland even a hearing. He could not, they would not even discuss or meet with Merrick Garland, yeah. even though he was a perfectly acceptable candidate. He was not this crazy liberal or anything. He was like a, a very moderate person. They just want to give Obama the shaft. They did. And they they and that turned out to be very advantageous for them because uh, that Supreme Court seat motivated a lot of religious people to vote for Trump who wouldn't have because they were like, oh, he'll fill it with a anti-abortion mm. candidate. And so this is where we are now. Um, the only hope is that uh, two Republicans can be persuaded to hold the seat open. Um, <laughs> at least artificially. Uh, and the most the most likely candidates are Susan Collins um, and that other one, who I, whose name I can't remember. They're basically, they're two, the they're two pro-choice Republican women. Um, one of them is from Alaska. Um, and they, you know, by their, 
by their own policy positions, you would think that they would not vote for someone who was anti-abortion to join the court, mm -hmm. but you can never rely on anyone. Nope, and ever. so, especially if they're a Republican, you can't rely on them. Um, so <laughs> you can't rely on either party. <laughs> so honestly, the only hope is maybe for Democrats to just completely stall the Senate, but can they do that for a hundred days? I don't know, like over a hundred days. That's a long time. Yeah, so, I don't think they can. They're not yeah. like the Republicans. Yeah, so be. you know, pretty shortly, if we don't already know, I'm sure we'll pretty soon we'll know who um, who Trump's pick is to fill this seat. Uh, Rudy Giuliani. I know someone <laughs> crazy. Omarosa. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, just some. I so we'll we'll know soon. Um, <laughs> Who's <you> possible? Know, <laughs> there maybe it could be that he'll accidentally pick someone who's not he picks himself he won't though he's gonna pick someone who's <laughs> he picks himself that's honestly he would love that job because all he has to do is sit around and uh listen listen to, to and then on but actually he'd hate it because he'd be really bored listening that's to all true. the arguments and stuff Ooh, i used to, i remember when i was like in oh and by the way go, what uh i just want to say one thing uh neil gorsuch who is trump's last pick um he's on and he's in like his his 50s so he'll be on the court for like 40 oh, God. years. No, let's pick someone really, really old. He's going to pick someone in his 40s, I probably. Think the, I think the Supreme Court should be randomized. Randomized? <laughs> oh, no. From everyone. Like, uh, you, you you serve for five I think... years. <laughs> and it's really anybody. It's like it's like jury duty. It's court duty. <laughs> Supreme Court duty. I think we need norms. I think, I think the party should agree to select people who are... The party should agree to vote or at least give people a fair shake, a fair hearing to yeah. join the court. But because one party, the Republicans, don't care about norms, don't care about process, they just want a Supreme Court that's stacked with conservatives, we, I think, Democrats cannot afford to play fair at this point. You, Democrats should do everything they can to hold open the seat artificially until after the midterms when they hopefully retake the House and or the Senate. True. Um, otherwise, that's it. That's really the only choice. Do you think they'll overturn the the gay decision? Um, I would hope can't. not. They that's really can't. recent precedent. Yeah. So you would can't. it would it would make the court seem really wishy washy if they did. Yeah. But they could. Um, all they would need is for someone to sue the federal government, and uh, about that cake person. Yeah, yeah. Someone to say, hey. By making me, by making us have gay marriage in Texas, you're violating my rights. And then they could listen to that case, and then they could rule that it is a violation. And then, you know, the Supreme Court used to be my favorite branch of the government. And now it's now they're no, like now they're like now they're like a solid B minus. And I mean, honestly, before this the court, before this seat even became open, they just put out like a bunch of horrible rulings. Yeah, about they were. Unions they were not. And, yeah, doing, they're not doing great already. So yeah. I can't even imagine them being worse. Like this is. This is Yikes. not great. Like, Anthony Kenny was already being a fuckboy, voting 5-4 on all these garbage, garbage cases. Maybe he was like, oh, I'm out. <laughs> I did my Yeah, thing. yeah, he's like, like before I put any more stains on my legacy, let me hit the door real <laughs> quick. Uh, yeah, so that's the... Uh, oh, whoops, I have one more Trump take of the Is there week. another one? Yes. Oh, um, this nice. is just a Trump tweet that I thought was fun. Um, he said, the, the liberal left, also known as the Democrats, want to get rid of ICE, who do a fantastic job and want open borders. He capitalized open borders. Crime would be rampant and uncontrollable. Make America great again. So, do we want to get rid of ICE? Yes, get rid of that shit. I, I agree too. Get rid of it. <laughs> it seems like, um, 
I included this just so I could talk about the fact that abolish ICE has become like the mainstream democratic position at this point. Like, yeah, even yeah. though some of them voted for it. Yeah, e- mm-hmm. yeah. like Clinton. She she did. She mostly but listen, did. Hillary Clinton isn't in any branch of government now, so you know oh, I don't yeah, even she's feel in like the, she's in the forest. She's in the forest. She's enjoying her retirement and power to her. Um, yeah, fuck off, bitch. That's, good. <laughs> <laughs> that's my hot take. That's so rude. Um, that's so. <laughs> that's our problematic <laughs> grandma. Um, so, uh, so now the 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 mainstream opinion is abolish ICE, and then the leftist opinion is prosecute ICE, which are both great. So, I'm Den- I'm really deny excited. restaurants. Yeah, I'm ice. really, I'm really, yeah, tonight. Did I ice from restaurants? Get the fuck out of my restaurant, ice is the new leftist position. Yeah, if I can't make a, if you guys can't make cakes for gay people, yeah. we can't serve ice. I saw that that actress from, um, oh, Susan Sarandon? No, oh. uh, from Sex in the City, oh. who's running for New York mayor. Um, Someone's from Sex in the City. Yeah, she's running for New York mayor. I forget her name, but she's, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. She's, no, it's not Sarah <laughs> Jessica Parker. It's the one who plays the kind of the bookish one with the short hair. I've never watched. Sex okay, in the City. well, anyway, she called ICE a terrorist organization True. and she's running to replace, um, Susan Sarandon got arrested. For what? For being in a protest against ICE. Oh, I love it. Yeah, she was like, there was a picture of her. I was like, you go, you. You go, you. You go, Miss Sarandon. Yeah. Um. So yeah, fuck ice. Get rid of ice. Get rid of ice. Get rid of ice. And with that, we will hop to our fourth segment, which is our takes. Yeah. The takes that are ours. It's our takes. Not, not none. Not anyone from Twitter. Yeah. This well, is, we are on Twitter though. This so. is our. This is our. Um. This is where we reach into ourselves and bring out <laughs> what is the hottest. What is the hottest take? I have a lot of. Oh. This week, my take is not going to be that Ava sucks. Oh, I thought we were gonna. It, we're it, gonna play the is, sound. Oh yeah, we're gonna play the sound. Play the sound. There's better be a damn sound. There, 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 there will be a sound. You just heard it. Our takes of the week. Yeah, <laughs> just like a jingle. Yeah. Um, so. What is your take of the week? Oh, um, you can go first. I um, don't. I you should don't have not one? go first. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I, I'm still well, thinking mine over. I was just thinking about this has nothing to do with the news. No, no, please. It was just. The, uh, it could be funny. Be whatever you want. Yeah, it was just. I was thinking about it, and you know how the moon. A lot of people don't believe in astrology. I saw the stupid ass status you posted. Yeah, it's pretty good, but I've been thinking about this for a okay. long time because yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. all right, if the fucking moon can move the water and the tides and shit like that. I'm pretty sure the planets, their position somewhere oh could affect your life. It might not be exactly as my uh, horoscope says, but it has to have some effect. You know, the butterfly effect, if a butterfly flies. and That's from a story called The Sound of Thunder. Yeah, that but is that, from fiction. No, that's 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 a philosophical idea. <sighs> it, everything affects everything, dude. So and I'm just saying astrology is real. So this is my TED Talk. Look under my TED Talk. Astrology is really real. I'm so tired. <laughs> no, that's it makes sense. Uh, how the fuck is the moon gonna move water? But like, because apparently it's an the planet... astral body, yadi yadi, rotating around the Earth. Yeah, that's really close. Everything to where else it... is rotating. Uh, How's the sun? Giving... Okay, <laughs> let's get into it. Okay, so when when you're born, your your astrology chart is basically where the stars were, where the how the Earth rotated. So what star was overhead when you yeah. were when you were born? How does how does balls of gas like trillions of miles away possibly affect? human beings i don't know but it does it does uh mercury being in retrograde 
affects my mood. This is real fake science from Table Takes <laughs> right now. <laughs> this is real science. Real, real. I'm real just saying, fake if science. the moon could move my water, Mer Mercury being retrograde will move my mood. <laughs> You know, me being anti-astrology is so funny what? because Are you anti-astrology? No, because I love oh. retweeting, sharing astrology memes. I love astrology memes. Astrology's coming back. I like reading my horoscope. I love but I don't believe in it. It's like how I like crystals, but Where I don't, are you? I'm a Capricorn. Oh. Typical. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Oh wow. I'm just kidding. She just gave me a look. Let me let me look up <laughs> let me look up Gemini Capricorn relationship. Oh my god. <laughs> As friends. But yeah, keep keep talking. homie lover friends. Yeah, Gemini. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So Rams a Gemini, which explains a lot about his personality. Um, yeah. Some say there are two Rams. I say there's there are multiple. millions. There's a bajillion. <laughs> Capricorn. Um, yeah, and and shout out to all my Capricorns out there. You know, we're Earth signs. We're stable. We're reliable. We're intellectual. I'm an Air sign, dude. Um, I don't give a shit. I mean, yeah, flighty. <laughs> <laughs> very floaty cha changes my decisions the brawl is his favorite smash brothers <laughs> that's not true that's a lie my brawl is the floaty one right like that's the one that's yeah, really the floaty one Nobody yeah likes. so the only saying. reason why i like that is because what is your favorite smash brothers hot take favorite smash brothers four because it's yeah me too fun. but i haven't played melee that much so melee is hard and, and i haven't played the 64 like version that much it says either. we have a oh we have not good communication and intellect. Oh, well, that sucks because we have um, a podcast together where we talk to each other. <laughs> if they are at peace and don't look at each other as stupid, distant, or boring, they could help each other oh, okay. build a better understanding for the world. Well, I think we're at peace, I and I don't yeah, look I don't at you as stupid. stupid or distant yeah. or boring. Um, in return, Gemini's childish approach to life can be something wonderful for Capricorn to incorporate in their life in order to be happier. Wow, so you're like my Stella got my groove back, but yeah, I just I'm need to go on a vacation you. with you somewhere so I can learn to be impulsive. Cap Capricorn's steady, secure nature could teach Gemini how to speak schedules and organize their thoughts. Okay, Girl, I literally you. wrote, okay, I'm, I wrote this segment copy for the episode. This is literally true. I'm, I'm telling you, astrology's real. This is true. I don't know how the fuck you're going to deny take, it. astrology's real. Yeah, I, I don't know how you're going to wow. deny it. Wow. This is more accurate than the Bible. What? <laughs> Hot take. Astrology is more accurate than the Bible. <laughs> Damn, bitch. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. My take of the week. Yeah. Is more serious. Oh, okay. Like Slightly serious. more serious. Um, so, you know, we talked earlier about uh, Ron Paul and that, that yeah. tweet. Um, but, and I also mentioned how some actual Nazis have actually won prime Republican primaries like mm -hmm. this year. So when we talk about the fact, when we talk about like Nazis on the left and white supremacists and whether it's okay to punch Nazis and all the Nazi discourse, mm -hmm. it's important to note that we are act, we actually are up against people who actually do think that white people are actually superior to all other peoples mm -hmm. and are actually shaping policy to that effect. That is what, Stephen Miller is doing every day in the White House. That is what um, hardline, that's what Steve King in the House of Representatives, he was the one who had that quote about how we need a wall to protect our culture from other cultures because if too many people come here, that'll change our culture. <sighs> a white supremacist talking point. The Republican Party is currently occupied by an American Nazi party, basically. Like that is a thing that is slowly happening in real time. It started out as a small tumor during the 2016 election. It is now cancerous. It is 
It is. Uh, what, what's the word when um the the tumor explodes and the cancer goes all throughout your body? Because that's what tumors do. They slowly grow until they burst. That was like the, the not not obsessor. It's it's like they metastasize metastasize. It's 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 mistakeized. Yeah, I I know what you're talking about. In the body politic, and that it is spreading rapidly. So my hot take of the week is that we got to get these motherfuckers out of here. Vote, bitch. Oh, I thought we were gonna fight them. Also that. Also, I'm down. We there might come a time (laughs) where we need to fight. Where we have to fight, and but they have guns. <laughs> we and, all guns. Uh, you know, I was actually listening to a podcast today called uh, "With Friends Like These," and they were talking about how we're lucky because right now we're living in a time that's like pretty stable. The economy's really good. Um, th- we don't have a leadership crisis. We're not really in a new war that's crazy. Like we have Donald Trump, but he's overseeing an America that is on relatively stable ground at this point. Like he's making it worse, yes, but like. Imagine if Hurricane Katrina happened and Trump is the president. Imagine if 9-11 happened and Trump is the president. Imagine if the Iraq yes. war just started and Trump is the president. That's what I'm saying. Imagine things getting worse. And here's the thing. If something like that happens, if we find ourselves, our economy devastated or natural disasters ravage the earth or or maybe someone is assassinated and we're not sure who the leader is, we could be open. We That, that raises the odds of an actual civil war actually happening in this country like dramatically, uh, mm, I, these factors can happen. So what I'm saying is, if something like that were to happen, and if suddenly there are violent people trying to take control of our government, like just you know, just pay attention to who believes in what, and you know, pick mm-hmm. a side now because it might be too late yeah. at some point. I I'm actually reading this book right now called Anti Fragile by Nassim Nicholas Taleb, and it talks about well, the, the the concept of anti-fragility, which is... And he's talking a lot about, like, um, countries right now. and Or basically, the, the thing is... The, the message of the book... I'm not done with it, but it's just... Volatility is good. Like, us being in a state... Sounds like a very Gemini book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he is a Gemini. But volatility is good in small doses. Like, small risks, small volatility. Mm-hmm. The The... Shaking things up a little bit. Shaking things up on a consistent basis and not... Because he predicted the 2008 like uh, financial crash. Mm-hmm. Nobody listened to him. Oh, is he the guy the big short is about? No, he's not. No. But he's one of the people that did see it coming because mm-hmm. it was too stable. Everything was too stable. And this is just like a cycle. And I think at this point... I, I would say that the U.S. government is a little bit anti-fragile, which means that it gets better with each setback. Like you know, you put a little vaccine. Vaccines wow. work that now way. Now that now that Donald Trump is president, I that to yeah me, we might be too that volatile. That is a huge yeah. setback. So, but I think it's I guess bounce, his theory is about to be tested. I think we're gonna bounce back. I, I think mean, in the long run, well, you could argue that's what's happening with socialism rising up right now and all yeah. this fervor and passion on the left and the demonstrations. Which, by the way, the Keep Families Together demonstrations those weren't necessarily socialist demonstrations. Those were yeah. just anti. Trump immigration policy. Yeah. Like that's a, that was a pro-immigrant demonstrations it, all over the country. If you think about the Obama administration, it was fairly stable. Yeah. Too stable. And we actually. got complacent. Exactly. Yeah. That's his message is that yeah. people, we stability, thought, yeah. stability's, it's not necessarily bad, but it's, if it's too long, it could cause a crash. Like mm-hmm. 2008, everybody was too, they were too cocky. It was like, people yeah, pay this, their mortgage. Why wouldn't people pay their mortgage? Yeah. And then it crashed. Mm-hmm. See, it, it's either, 
a steady volatile uh up and down mm-hmm. which is in the short term looks scary but in the long term is actually very stable or you have a very stable complacent and then a big crash and then, all of a sudden, and yeah, then, a then we have deviation. to we have to bail them out basically but well, it sounds very philosophical. Um, it is a very philosophical book, but it's I an think, interesting idea. I um, think right now, I'm. This is just a. This is the course that we're taking. Now but don't you point? think that kind of speaks to human beings' like kind of tendency to like look at like chaos and kind of make a narrative out of it? Chaos is a ladder. As uh, you are so Littlefinger in Game of Thrones <laughs> too. Oh my god, uh, I love Littlefinger, but yeah, spoilers, I, but. I love Sansa. <laughs> Yikes. But yeah. I chaos is needed. I will never for forget them. Chaos <laughs> chaos is needed for for people to wake up yeah. a little bit. But not it's, but it's it, hard. It, we shouldn't have to have kids in cages for exactly. people to wake up. It's hard. We should have woken up sooner. That uh, yeah. Yeah. That's why the little shakeups are necessary. Because you don't want to take a bit he calls for small risks mm-hmm. to, you know, mm-hmm. instead of big risks. Yeah. Instead of us betting on Hillary Clinton. Well, see, I was just going to bring that up. Part of the problem was that the media covered Hillary like she was already president and that her win was an inevitability. Complacency. And then that Trump was this amusing sideshow that sold Mm. papers. And here we are. Like, even though, even though. All of this was like beneath the Obama administration that was happening. It was going to happen eventually. Yeah. It was bubbling. Honestly, like a black president definitely radicalized a lot of these young men um we saw movements like gamergate um we still see online hate mobs of of alt-right dudes targeting women and tech all over the place uh you know i think i think all of this is connected like i think Mm -hmm. definitely i think our culture definitely has something underneath it that was like dark this whole time and now Mm -hmm. we're finally bringing it out yeah and now we're actually instead of like fighting it rhetorically we're going to have to yeah. Really fight it in the ballot box, and possibly really, really fight it in the streets. Like if things get crazy, it's already which, been. They've been fighting. Yeah, they <laughs> have been. been punching them. And you know, there's the rise in hate crimes and things like that. Like things are things are very dangerous for a lot of vulnerable, marginalized people <gasps> right now in today's society. Um, yeah, not to end on a downer, but oh, um, I have a I have a good. I just got oh, what is I it? have a good news. What's the, what a, a good news? <laughs> I, I have a good. I have a good. Uh, Boys Do Cry just got admitted to uh, <laughs> approved for uh, for being on Apple Podcast. So we're, yay, we're, we're on there finally. But here's my plug. I uh, mean, they've been on there, but you couldn't subscribe because it's some yeah. weird technical glitch. But now it's yeah. now it's now it should be good. In 24 hours, it should be good. Yeah, I will definitely check to see if your show page has a page. Please, yes, and Please, you know if Apple. you're and if you're listening to us. Please listen to Boys Do Cry, the premier mental health podcast from our very own Ram Reyes. Yeah. Take it away with the pitch. Yeah, we just talk about mental health. And uh, we're right now we're just interviewing a lot of people. I'm trying to talk to the most people I can to talk about mental health and open up about it and just make it more okay to talk about. And once in a while, I'll upload a drunken... <laughs> Drunken episode, nah. maybe that's, more wild than once. That, that'll be a that'll be a Patreon exclusive. Yeah, in the future. In the future, <laughs> actually, it'd be a live stream. Oh, <laughs> Have no. wine with Ram. Oh. <laughs> Watch this live yeah. mental who, breakdown. Can you talk about who you're gonna have on the pod this week? This Do you have week any plans is, to have anyone on the pod this week? Uh, I forgot her name. 
It's uh, Paulina's friend. She's oh. she's actually making our logo. Oh, that's awesome. So she'll be on there. And then next week. So are you going to be so doing a rebrand with a new logo? Yeah. Well, I, I'll do it before it goes on. Well, once it's on Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. then, then the real fucking ad yeah. storm will happen. Because I'm trying to. I can't wait. Trying to make this big. And also um, table takes too. Yeah. We got to make it. On, we got to put it on the Rampage uh, something. On the Rampage Instagram or something. Yes, we, we have a we have an audience there, that. especially because we haven't uh, yeah really done that yet. We've also, we have on our personal uh, Instagrams. Uh, eventually, we will. I want to make like a video part portion of this, so you can see the process. <laughs> no, I want to make a video portion so we can actually show the stuff that we were showing. Yeah, it doesn't have to be the whole podcast because it's too much work. Yeah, but I want to record it and have like social media shareable yeah maybe yeah bits. maybe once in a while we should just do like the first segment like well, that whole first 15 oh, yeah. minutes and we can um we can definitely feature that on youtube and facebook and all instagram the visual TV. mediums yeah instagram tv, yeah, instagram TV all of that uh, i haven't tried out is, is instagram we should just TV... make this a, a a legit uh rampage talk show honestly yeah, yeah. we have the thing here we should have guests once in a while we should have a, we should have a guest next time we should um, have a guest segment Yes, uh, called uh, uh, Friendly Neighborhood Takes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, to Kill a Mockingbird. Is that what that you was said? just. Oh, did we want to talk about the Mister Rogers documentary real quick? Oh, that was seems like a million years ago now. All you gotta do is see it. Go, go see it. I've seen it twice. I might see it a yeah. third time. Yeah, I cried a lot. I cried like ten times. And honestly, the real hot take of this episode, the real message is that we love you just the way you are. Hot t- yes. Yeah, that's the yes. hot take. The hot hot take. take. I accept you for what you for are. who you are. I mean, I could, oh, man. That, yeah. Just the way you are. Just the way you are. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't give you the uh, excuse to not be yeah, try to stop, be better. Try to stop better. being better, but try to do better. Especially right if now. you voted for a Nazi in a Republican <laughs> primary. Yeah. You can find me on twitter.com slash Tommy Writes, T-O-M-I-I-W-R-I-T-E-S. You can also find me on Instagram at the, the same. same oh, now it is. Nice. I've yeah, I saw that. The I brand. Like, nice. Yes. Yeah. I'm on I'm on those socials at underscore Ramwell, R-A-M-U-E-L, and on Medium at Ramwell Rays. Yeah, um, and you can listen to our podcast everywhere where you listen, which everywhere. is a paradox because you're already hearing this. So yeah, so, I don't know why I said that. Tell that, <laughs> tell that to your friends. Tell your friends. Share your friends. our mother effing podcast on your social media, yeah. please. Yeah. Yes. All right. Next next week we'll have hotter takes. We'll have the hottest takes. The hottest, the spiciest takes. Ooh, spicy. Oh, I should have food takes. Oh. All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs>